Hi there, you are very welcome back to a brand new episode of Marketing in the Mornings, our podcast full of hotel marketing tips from ourselves here at NetAffinity. As always, with every new week, we have a brand new topic to discuss. And this week, we're going to be talking all about blogs. So without further ado, let's jump into things. Let me start off by saying what a blog actually is. That might be helpful. <laughs> so a blog is a regularly updated website or web page that can provide useful information or helpful tips to the reader. It allows you to dive into a particular subtopic of your main website. So to put that in context of hotels, you know, you could dive into food and beverage, weddings, spa, local attractions, whatever it might be. There's a lot of benefits to having a blog. Firstly, having a blog is a great way to help build brand identity and trust. And it also gives you exposure to audiences who may not have known your brand before seeing the blog. Blogs can also help with SEO rankings and link building, particularly when other external sites post links to your blog. It's a no-brainer, but blogs obviously help to drive traffic to your website. And another great benefit of blogs is that you can repurpose blog content across all of your social media channels, be it Facebook, Instagram, whatever it might be. It may seem like a no-brainer to set up a blog, but you do need to put adequate time and research into a blog in order for it to be worth doing. And I say this all the time. If you're not going to spend the time and resources actually doing a blog properly, you know, it's not worth your while because without consistency, a blog just won't do well. So with that in mind, I have a few best practices to bear in mind. So the first one is keep it simple. When I say this, I, I mean, you know, focus on what's necessary and don't overstretch yourself. There's no point in committing to, you know, a weekly blog post if you're not going to be consistent with it. Maybe a more realistic option is to go for a monthly blog post and that way you actually have the time and energy to research a topic properly and put out a useful piece of content. Another best practice is to research your audience. So don't restrict yourself to one demographic. You know, within your hotel, your biggest target market might be families. That's not to say that you want you don't want to go after couples, weddings, you know, whatever it might be. So just make sure that you have content that covers all of your target markets, not just the one. Spend time researching your topics so you can, you know, assign different staff members different topics to write about. For example, you know, you could have your wedding coordinator writing your blog about weddings or whatever makes the most sense, but just spend time researching it and then editing that piece of content so it's as refined as possible for, before it hits the blog. A great way um, to ensure that you have enough content for the year when it comes to writing a blog is to highlight any key calendar dates. And when I say this, I mean both internally and externally. So externally, you know, you could map out across the year all of the kind of big holidays throughout the year. So Valentine's Day, Easter, you know, Halloween, Christmas, midterms, things like that. And then internally, you know, it might be a particular birthday year for the hotel, maybe your 50 years in business or something like that. You might be launching a new restaurant in a particular month, or you might have wedding showcases, things like that, that you can kind of build content off them. So it's worth mapping out the year and just seeing, you know, what makes sense to write about in each given month. On this topic, just uh, to, ca to caveat that, be aware of lead times when promoting key events. So for example, Easter searches actually begin in late November. So while it's all fair and well posting a piece of content about Easter in April, yes, I'm sure your viewers would find that interesting, particularly if they've booked to stay, but it, that piece is not necessarily going to drive bookings because it's that bit too late. Whereas if you were to post a piece of content about Easter in maybe January, 
you know, chances are people reading it may not have purchased their stay for Easter as of yet. So you might drive that conversion. So just worth bearing that in mind. Another best practice, and it's not done enough for blogs, is to monitor and report on your success to ensure that you're constantly improving. So keep track of, you know, which pieces of content resonate the most with your audiences and then build off that moving forward. Another um, straightforward point, but important to say, always support your blog with high quality images and or video. So tiny PNG is a great site to help compress your images. And this is worth doing across both your website and your blog because it really does speed up the site in general. Very important. Uh, in terms of speed, when you're thinking about the length of your blogs, this should be determined honestly by the topic or the piece of content or the audience. You know, they don't have to be long or short. There's no set rule here. It's just all about relevant content. So there's no point writing a long piece just for the sake of it being long. Just keep it really focused as much as possible. I've touched on it a few times, but the most important thing with a blog is to be consistent with frequency. So I would recommend maybe aiming to publish a piece of content monthly. That way it's realistic, it's achievable, and you're not going to overstretch yourself or your team. Another best practice for blogs is don't duplicate content that is already on your site. This is really bad for SEO. It happens all the time as well, because it's obviously an easy way out to take a piece of content that's already on the site and just reuse it in the blog. It's quick, but Google can't crawl both pages at once. So it just has negative effects in terms of showing up organically for those type of keywords. So I really recommend against that. And then the last best practice I have is to link website content within the blog where applicable. So for example, if you're writing a piece directed at the family market and you're talking about things to do when you stay at your hotel, you know, you might link off back to your site, to the leisure club or to the facilities your family rooms have, maybe a kids club, whatever it might be. But you can also then link externally to local attractions that might be, you know, interesting for a family with kids to go to. And then the hope is that those local attractions would promote your own blog organically by linking back to the blog, uh, as that's amazing for SEO. It's definitely worth saying in general when thinking about blogs to use a content calendar. And I kind of touched on this when I said about mapping out your content across the year. Uh, using a content calendar really helps to manage that your content in that way. It also makes it easier to be consistent across all of your communication channels. So as I said, you can view the year, you know, the 12 blog posts that you're going to do for the year and you can see, okay, well, are we touching the family market enough? Are we touching on weddings? Are we, are we, are we hitting spas? Like whatever it is that you want to promote through your blog, you can see visually that you're hitting all of those targets. As I said, with that in mind, it helps you find a balance in relation to your content topics. It also helps you to add, to resource each blog post so you can plan in advance with different staff members that, you know, in this given month, you'll have a piece of content to write for the blog on this topic. So it helps people to manage their time a lot better as well. So that's a few fun facts and tips about blogs. If you are interested in setting up a blog, please do reach out to your account contact at NetAffinity. As always, we're very happy to assist you with it. So that is it for the very last podcast we're actually going to have in 2021. Sad times, fear not. I will be back in 2022 with some more podcast episodes. So all is not lost. Um, until then, it would mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform it is that you listen to your podcasts on. Also, do be sure to follow us on LinkedIn. That's where we post each podcast episode. We also have a lot of webinars coming down the track in January onwards. To keep up to date with when they're going to take place, that is the page to follow. 
I hope you all have a lovely Christmas. I hope you stay safe, but still have a lot of fun with your friends and family. I will be back in 2022 with some more episodes. Until then, bye for now.